Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where you sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, Jared's here, DG and Colin. I want to welcome my main man, DG, back to the studio. Did you forget what it looked like? I forgot where my spot was. I'm glad that uh, you're letting me use my old mic. I missed you. Yeah. It's been a while, brother. I missed you. A lot of stuff been happening. You know, haven't, haven't, a lot of scheduling conflicts. Haven't been able to get in here. What the hell you been up to? Recently. Nothing really. Drinking a lot of fallish beers. Tell me about it because I've seen you went to like Oktoberfest. I love Oktoberfest. Tell me about it. Tell me all about it. So it originated in Germany. Germans have been doing it for hundreds of years. I mean, centuries, you know, and basically it's just like a celebration of German heritage. Uh, German food, Bavarian food, German beers, and uh, I love German beers. Love them. My favorite beers are German, German beers, and I love German food. I'll bet you like some German food. Now, Sausage, that's a German food. Mashed potatoes, potato pancakes. What am I, I, what am I forgetting? German potato salad. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Is that, I love yeah, I was about to say, is that pretty much like a, a bratwurst with sauerkraut on yeah. top of it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get down with that shit. All, I, I, I remember it, but I don't like it either. All different, kinds of, all different kinds of sausages. Bahama Mama. I like Bahama Mama. Knockwurst. Bratwurst. You said a potato pancake. Potato pancakes, yeah. Well, that should sound really good. Of? It's kind of like a hash brown, really. Oh, count just, me in. Basically, just like a German-style hash brown. They're delicious. Delicious. But uh, this time of year, Oktoberfest always happens in September and October, like all through September and then early part of October. So um, Columbus had one of their – they have a couple different Oktoberfest celebrations. One of theirs was back second week of September – so me and Corey with a K and Troy, we went up. And then uh, Chillicothe had a, an Oktoberfest last weekend. Now, that's what I kind of want to get into. I seen a video of a guy who's been on the podcast before, Roush, and he was doing some kind of contest. Can you explain that to the people? Because I don't know what the fuck he was doing. All right. So, uh, you know, German tradition is you drink your beer out of a stein. So a stein is basically – a one liter glass and it's a, it's a pretty heavy glass and you know, it's got a big glass handle on it. And part of the Oktoberfest tradition, part of the German tradition is you do a Stein holding contest, which is basically you grip it by the handle. It's full of beer. It's full to the top of beer and you hold it straight out in front of you and whoever can hold it there the longest without dropping their, you know, dropping their arm or spilling any beer wins. And so our buddy Roush won the Stein holding contest. How long last did he weekend. keep it straight? How long was it? Five, about five minutes, a little oh over five God. minutes. How much do you think that weighs? Full of beer? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say between, I mean, it's going to sound light when I say it. Two, three pounds? I would say it's a little heavier than that. I would Is say it? it's it's closer to five pounds, like maybe. But maybe still, like you think about five or six pounds. Think about how, but your, yeah, that that's the thing. Your arm locked out straight, and you locked. can't like bend your elbow or anything. It's you, got, no, you bend your elbow, you're DQ'd. You drop it at all, you're DQ'd. You're done. Damn. And like I've done one before, I lost, but like I I, I managed to keep my arm straight, and I didn't drop it. But I got to the point where the I was shakes. like spasming so bad that I was I spilled too much and that's what that's what DQ'd me. But yeah, our buddy Rouse, he said he said he had his, his shoulder blade retracted, he was locked in. <laughs> he had some strategy going And uh it. yeah, he made it. And actually the funny thing was he had no idea, nobody there did, but 
That was a state qualifying Steinholding oh contest. Are you serious? He qualified for the state <laughs> Steinholding contest. Yeah, going to get national with this shit. He's not going to mess around. Just national Steinholder. Yeah. Just made wow. it. Like, so, so Cincinnati's Oktoberfest is nuts. It's like next level because Cincinnati's a German city with a lot of German heritage. And, and so that I think their Oktoberfest is, was this weekend. And he qualified for it. If he wanted to go down there and, you know, Compete, he could have, but I don't think he did. So, did he like win a prize or anything? He won fifty bucks, nice. which which he spent on beer tickets immediately. <laughs> Figures <laughs> and uh, yeah, some bragging rights. I think he might have got his picture taken. Good shit. Hats yeah. off, Clinton. So uh, you walked in with like three or four different beers. I like to drink some fall style beers. Yeah, what we got? I think maybe that's just because this is the only time of year you can drink them. You know, in a month from now, nobody that these are going to be gone. And you can't drink them any any other time of year. So, right now I'm sipping on a Paul Lahner, which is just a, a German style lager. I mean, it's you know, it's like basically like a German style Bud Diesel. So it's pretty tasty. I got a Yingling Oktoberfest, which is an Oktoberfest you know flavored beer, and then North High has a a pumpkin flavored beer called Pumpkin Hand. You know, Circleville Pumpkin Show. So, so this basically, week, a, uh, trying to get in the spirit. Smorgasbord of fucking October beers here. Just just fall style October, yeah. This time of year, fall style beers. I would never drink it, but I don't hate it. I like that you do that, and yeah. I like that you enjoy that. Yeah, usually this time of year is like good bourbon sipping weather, but for whatever reason, man, I I haven't drank bourbon in a in a while. I tried drinking some Friday night, it just wasn't hitting the spot. For really, me. I, I can't get off of these beers right now. Those three beers probably cost as much as a twelve pack of Bushlight. If I had to get, are, are they more expensive? They I mean, are, yeah, a little bit. And I think p- part of it is because they're lim- like limited release. Yeah, they're just like seasonal and they're yeah. going to be gone so everyone knows that they're going to stock up. And yep. More Kro- demand. Kroger's got a deal where you can buy like a cardboard six six beer holder and then you have all, they have a, a big shelf of beers you can pick from, cold beers. You can just mix and match a six pack, but it, the catch is, I think it's like, ele- it's either 11 or 12.99. For six different beers. For six different beers. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what I like to do. I like to go in there and just grab a bunch of different style beers. Well, welcome back. Good to be here. I bet the listeners are just happier than fuck right I'll now. I bet you they aren't. But <laughs> the uh the intro music was hitting especially hard tonight. I don't know why. First time but in a while that you actually was, had the headphones on when you heard it. And the headphones are turned they you've adjusted them a little bit. Yeah. We got both ears working now. Yeah. Since the last time I was here, something it was, happened. This is a real podcast. It I was vibing. Work. I was vibing hard on the intro. Hell yeah! Well, let's get into it. So last week, a listener sent in a question: Does a straw have one or two holes? We got into an argument. If you haven't heard it, go listen to last week's podcast. Anyways, we put up a poll on Twitter, like we said we were going to. That was Buddy's idea. My buddy, Buddy, he goes, "Well, fuck it. We'll just put up a poll." Well, we put up the poll. 52% of America said one hole, 48% said two holes. So it was a close. It was close. That's that's a toss-up. So Corey with K, he's the one who said there was one hole, and America agreed with you. So congratulations on that. But I'm not changing my answer. But DG and Jarrett, you guys weren't here for the argument, and I don't think you were either, no, Colin, right? We're not going to get into it, but I just want to hear what you guys think, one or two holes. I'm going with two holes. Like I said, you got to think about like a tunnel. It's just like there's two entrances. You walk in one end, you go out the other. There's two separate entities there. They're different, you know. That's Me and you thought. were on the same page. Exactly. What about you, DG? That that's a 
pretty strong argument Jarrett makes there. Uh, that's pretty good logic. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that as well. Two holes. Yep, two holes. Let me ask you this, Clay. You're looking at a girl from behind. How many holes do you see? One. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, what? Been a while. What the fuck? <laughs> from behind. Yeah, yeah. From behind. Is she bent over? Yes. Oh well, thank you. Okay. okay. Well, in order to see both, she's got to be bent over, touching okay, her toes. So your brother. answer is two. Yeah. Those Still holes. Been a while. Those holes lead to two different places on a straw. Both these holes you guys are talking about go to the same place. It's one hole. You just used a use a bent over woman to help <laughs> help solidify your argument. Well, there you that go. was really good. That, <laughs> there you that have might it. have sold me. I mean, I'm more on the line now. <laughs> no, not me, but I enjoyed that. So I decided to bring in several different debate topics for today, and we're going to call ourselves the masters of debate. Master debaters. Master debaters. We're all master, master debaters. Yep, we sure are. Cunning linguists, yep. master debaters. So the first first one here I got for you guys, and this is just going to be an open mic. If you got something to say, if you want to argue, go after it. All night long, this whole podcast is going to be nothing but debating shit. First one, Draymond Green punches Jordan Poole at the Golden State Warriors practice about two weeks ago. Sucker punch or not? I don't think it was a sucker punch. I think it was. I don't think it was a sucker punch. Well, what's your definition of sucker punch? When you sneak up on someone and they're not looking at you they're or not, ready not, for it. So that's the key. They can't be looking. I guess they could be look. I guess if me and if Colin's just having a conversation and he, me and him make eye contact and sees me walking up to him, and I don't even say nothing to him, and I just punch him in the face, I'd say that's a sucker punch because he's not expecting it. Jordan Poole was probably expecting it because he was shit-talking, and he laid his hands on Draymond Green first. That is true. Even so, I've seen the video, and I don't think Jordan Poole was expecting to get hit in the face. I don't think he was expecting to get hit either, but when you push someone with the authority that he pushed Draymond with, and them two have been going at it the whole practice, so you know there was some hot blood right there, the blood was boiling in both of their bodies, Something was going to happen, and he decided, you know what? I'm not going to let this guy get in my face. I'm going to push him, and he didn't just push him. He shoved the shit out of him, and Draymond said, well, fuck that, and just hit him. I don't think that's a sucker punch because you touched him first. Now, if Draymond just would have walked up to him and just punched him. Hitting from behind or something. That's a sucker punch in my mind. Well, in right or wrong, whatever, but I'm on your side. I don't think it was a sucker punch. Was it? Was it wrong for Draymond to hit him? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Draymond Green's a fucking punk. Yes. I hate Draymond Green. <laughs> I hate him I too. I fucking yeah, hate him no. with my all everything I have in me because he, he just doesn't. He, he's dirty. I don't like him. That was a sucker punch because Jordan Poole was not going to defend himself. He had no idea it was coming. Yes, he did separate him because obviously Draymond Green's doing too much. He made a joke. Called what, what was what was the insult again? I have no uh, idea. Single triple. Yeah, or triple or single, single, triple single, triple yeah. single. That's what he called him, which is just true for the most part. It's what Draymond Green does. That's what he does. So, so it's a true statement. Looking then, at this scenario, is Draymond more of a punk or is Poole more of a pussy? Draymond's more of a punk. Okay. He hit his teammate without him knowing it's coming. It, yeah, it's he, a sucker punch because he's not defending himself. If you want to fight somebody, you separate yourself and you show you're going to fight, and then we square up. That's fair. That's how you fight. Draymond Green, sucker punch, Jordan Poole, and he's a bitch. I hate Draymond Green. <laughs> The shitty thing about it is that the the video got leaked. Someone in the organization leaked it to TMZ or whoever it was. I don't care. That's got to be put on right but up front. If, if I don't you care. listen to all these other NBA guys, like on ESPN or on Twitter, they all say that this happens 
four or five times during the year that no one knows about because right. a sucker punch that knocks out a teammate. No, the um, people people punch altercations. Each other. Not not a sucker punch because it's a sucker punch. That's my statement. I'll let you go now. All I'm saying is people throw punches at practice all the time, and sometimes they connect. If you like, I was listening to like Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes talk. Shaq was talking about it. People who played, they said that they got in fights at practice all the time, but nobody knew about it because no one leaked any video footage of the practice. The right. video should have never have got leaked. That's why it looks so terrible. If the video wouldn't have been leaked, you would have never heard about it. Well, and that's another thing, too, because you heard the story before you saw the video. So someone, they got someone snitching in that okay, organization. So there would have been sure. talk, there would have been at least talk of that kind of beef going on within the Golden State Warriors. There would have been talk of it. Now that the video is out, obviously it solidifies that statement, but... Either way, there would have been like, oh, there's all this heat going on within this organization. So I'm not going to talk. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to end it with, and I'm going to kick it over to DG. I don't think it was a sucker punch, but I do believe Jamon Green is a punk, and I do believe he is wrong in doing what he did. That's, I, I, I'm I going think to, we can meet sure. on a good middle ground. I'm going, to, I'm going to end on that. I agree with that. I, I guess for me, a sucker punch is, is just – not expecting to get hit and then you get blasted. Right, I that, agree. That to me that is so like yep. so like I'm Jordan Poole and I'm in that practice and I've been chirping at Draymond Green not just that day but like weeks in advance yeah. leading up yeah. to it. There was all kinds of stuff that right. was said. So I see Draymond Green coming at me. I know that there's about to be an altercation, but I'm not expecting him to just come and like basically give me a flying a flying punch through the temple. You know Your what I mean? Like, I'm expecting there to maybe be some shoving. Maybe, you know, some words exchanged and then it, you know, breaks up. I mean, stuff like that, like you were saying, happens in NBA practices right. all the time. I wasn't, I wouldn't be expecting him to just come up and just waylay me, just throw a haymaker. But you failed to mention that Jordan Poole pushed him first. To me, that's just so it's not, separated it's, it's, it's not like Draymond came up and just punched him. But, but also the way that Draymond Green stormed across the floor. Right, he wasn't right. he wasn't just going to come over to discuss the situation. Right. I think Jordan Poole maybe just shoved him out of self-defense. Draymond like, right. Green's a big fucking baby. We're forgetting this fact because this is a fact. Well, we can talk about the soccer punch. Draymond thing, Green's a baby. One thing we do know about this argument is Jarrett hates Draymond Green. No. <laughs> also, let, dude, ask my dad to get that on the podcast. He'll say all the exact same stuff because I don't okay, like him either. Draymond Green is the type of player that you love him if you have him, but you hate him if you don't. He's a good team player at times, but I feel like his anger gets in the way of some things, and it no, makes I don't, things I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that at all. No, uh, what he did was totally uncalled for. Right. You just gotta you gotta have more self restraint than that. You gotta be more self. You know. And he's not a fucking kid either. Like he's right. been in the league for long enough to know. Better he's a veteran. He's an NBA like veteran, and he's yeah. pissed I mean, off because he hasn't got this. Uh, contract extension yet with the Warriors? You think know, you're gonna get it now. You know, Clay and Steph, they got their big ones. Uh, Andrew Wiggins just got a huge one. Paul just got his, and Paul literally just signed his for 140 million. And Draymond is—I think he's just jealous, honestly. Oh yeah, like these young guys are taking my money, and now he's acting like a dickhead. So I think all four of us can agree that the punch was uncalled for, but Agreed. it's two to two if it was sucker or not. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on real animals being used as college mascots? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Cool, cool with it also. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about Bevo the Bull being at every Texas football game with, let's just say, 80,000 fans in attendance. Okay. I think that puts debate. a lot of stress on them. On Bevo? Yeah. All right. Dude, let, let me, let the me, noises. Let me clarify this a little bit. The fireworks, if they win, I, that can stress out a fucking animal, dude. Okay. So you're saying 
you're not you don't know how you feel about live real live animals being present at sporting college sporting events or being used as mascots being used as mascots live and in person yes yes okay so let's say we got you know the temple owls for example and they, there there is no actual owl you're okay with them just using owls as part of their team name. Yes. Okay. I'm talking but about. He, he don't want no real. I don't owls want. At the I don't want. That's, I don't want a real owl hanging from like a hook. You don't want. You don't want a real owl up in the rafters in the field house where the college basketball team plays. <laughs> right. Dude. Okay. That's I'm what I'm you. trying to say. I'm not. I'm, I'm on the same page. You know now. what I mean? Yeah. Like like Bevo the Bull. He's at every Texas football game. Right. And you've got eighty thousand people yelling, screaming. You've got some fireworks if they score a touchdown or win the game at the end of the game. Uh, you don't think he gets used to it? He could. He's used to it. He's used to it. He's because broke as There's a, a lot worse things that are happening to animals than getting to a fucking sporting event. Exactly. Pels, Pels, they're they're getting taken care of. I guarantee I, they eat the best okay, fucking food they okay. can get. They're, they're all right, just spoiled. All right. They might even be deaf. They said, here, we'll give you this deaf bull. He won't get, he won't be, he ain't gonna he give won't, a he ain't gonna get bothered. Dude. <clears throat> You guys, okay. you guys are all three against me, and I don't care. Is it Colorado who uses the buffalo? Yep. Tell me that motherfucker ain't happy running on that field, dude. Is he though, or would he be happy out in the middle of nowhere eating grass? Uh, I'm, many, if I'm a buffalo, if I'm a goddamn buffalo, I don't want to run into the field all chained up and then get put back you into know, a fucking trailer just to have people clap for me. Okay. Fuck that. Fifty thousand people chanting your name, like, come on, dude. You think that fucking animal knows? He's he's running out there like, God damn it, it must be Saturday again. <laughs> Got pulled out of his pins. Got to go run around the field and get put right back. Like I was he's just say. being used. He goes, "I'm just being used." Like they're living a better life than yeah, most and, that are raised for food or which, whatever. First off, it's really hard to domesticate a buffalo. This is a random statement, but like I, I've watched some of these like rancher videos out out west and stuff, and they domesticate buffalo. They'll go nuts, dude. They got like a hundred buffalo, and they're just going crazy. I, if you domesticate a buffalo, you deserve to have that buffalo. That's my statement. All right, so here's another example. How about the other day? I forget where they played. I don't think it was this week against Alabama. It might have been two weeks ago. Tennessee, they had the Smokey the dog. The dog. Mm -hmm. And they had him on game day. And they put him up onto the The table. They put put him in front of Corso. Exactly. And the dog was scared to fucking death. That is why I don't think it's right because they're using him as a prop, as their mascot, and putting him in these positions where he's uncomfortable. And I love animals, dude. I'm an animal lover. Okay. And Bevo was fucked up at game day because I watched it. I'm like, dude, this is crazy. He wanted off that table so bad, and they wouldn't let him. All right, but you can't the bull. You're, you're Smokey. Using- Smokey. Smokey. <laughs> Bevo ain't getting <laughs> put a fucking whole buffalo up on the table. Smokey the dog. Tennessee. Okay, mascot. you're using an extreme case to solidify your shit. You got there's so many animals that are used in sports that have not shown any sort of stress or just they're chill. They just go to the event and they walk around. They're just nothing's going on. You're using one extreme. In that one extreme case, obviously, yes, don't bring the animal in it. But there's a lot more cases of good than bad here. My thing is, why don't you just have someone dress up like a fucking bull, like everybody else does? Why do we have to have a real bull at the Texas game? It's fucking awesome. The long it's a fucking it's, real bull. It's a I, real bull. I, I, I see what your argument is, but it's tradition, man. Be, right. You know, they, they've had that for almost 100 years now, probably. It's just part of the tradition. But you tell me this, man. You're a freshman playing wide out for the Florida Gators and the first home game of the season – some somebody's on the sideline and they got a damn alligator, a real live alligator on a leash. 
You're telling me that's not going to strike fear in the heart of whoever Fuck, yeah. comes in to play you? That's badass, dude. <laughs> they missed a guaranteed win. There's a damn, a there's a damn alligator just... ten yards away from the opposing team's long snap. That's, that's a guy. That's, that's a guy I want on my side. That's cool as hell. I want the gator. All right. All right. Well, three to one on this debate. <laughs> I, I'll take the L on this one, but I'm not changing my mind. That's the good thing about me. I won't change my mind. You I'll guys will not change my mind. This is just kind of a side thought, but, you know, like in the politically correct society where cancel culture society where we live in today, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, like, some people from PETA haven't spoke up about this, and they haven't completely eradicated all live animals from sporting well, events for the very reasons that you're. Maybe I'll send them a letter. Speaking maybe of. they will t- next oh, week. God. I don't know. Down in Austin, Texas, they sniff out those motherfuckers like. Yeah, that's not. That's probably not happening in Texas. (laughs) Moving on. What's the best collar? Navy blue. Why? Because of Dina Warriors. That's why. (laughs) Enough said. I think black. Personally, why? I just think it it goes with everything. I like white. I think it's clean. Clean. It just has that like purity to it. It has that reputation. Think about angels covered in white. I like white. Do you think collars have personalities? To absolutely. go along with them. Oh my God, absolutely. I don't want to get us off on a tangent, but I think numbers have personalities, not colors. Ooh. Let's take Look the, at this mathematician over here. Let's stick to colors for now. <laughs> All right. Do you think colors do you, do you think colors have personalities? <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Like you said navy blue. Well, I mean like, you know, a color like yellow or red or orange, like those are considered warm colors. Like, you know, they make you think of warm temperatures. They make you feel like, th- think of, you know, happiness maybe. Yeah. Yellow, I was yellow thinking, is like the happy color. It's yeah. always, always upbeats the sun. The sun, it's yeah. And then red, you think anger. Angry. A- angry. Fiery. E- evil. Yeah. Maybe. Like, yeah. You know, something nefarious about red that he's kind of holding under the well, surface. Yeah. I mean, you think about like, well, blue and red... Even like this is just a random thing, but like even in video games, whenever you play like Call of Duty, your team's the blue team always, quote unquote, and then the other team's red, but it's vice versa for the other team. It's just like blue's associated with good, red's associated with bad. I feel like there's like that, there mm, is definitely true. that division of right. colors, you know? So navy blue, let's talk about navy blue. Okay. I, I think navy blue might bring out like a sadness in Maybe. someone. I mean, blue. You think blue, blue, like you got the morning blues associated down. with yeah, like the pre, like the press mood. Yeah, but uh, I don't na- know why, and maybe you guys can help me out here. But I think of like a cool dad when I think of navy blue. I don't know why. Just that like, makes sense. Like the dad's just <laughs> like he checks like, he, out. He just grills out. Like he's just like the generic. Just he's upbeat, got like yeah, he's always got, happy. Yeah. Drink coffee in the morning. Just looks at the sunrise. Just you got the has that dad's the jean shorts sticking out. The white socks. The New Balance white oh, sneakers, yeah. with the navy or the, or the Air Monarch, with a the navy Nikes. blue just plain tee out there grilling, and reading the paper, drinking tuck, a beer, maybe t- smoking a Smeasley. Oh yeah, so I'm not the only one. No, no, no. 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 Okay. Well, I I didn't agree with you until you said it. I couldn't think of what navy blue re- related so, to. Then you said it, and I was like, that's it. My favorite color is black as well, Colin. So we agree on that. But what do you think the personality of black is? I think it's like sleek or like sneaky. Like trying to hide or something. Right. You're, think, yeah, you're thinking black like Gotham City, Batman black. Yeah, just like, like ninja. Like ninja. Yeah, I feel like mysterious. Yeah, oh, that's mysterious. a good one. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't know what's going on with black. I mean, he's undercover. You don't know where he's at. It's just. 
It's you don't just, know about it's just him, that man. guy you never know what he's going to say or what he's going to do next. He could be the hero. He could be the villain. Like, Black's like that medium color, man. I it's like just that. both ways. Nighttime, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dark at night. So, gothic? Well, gothic, maybe? Yeah. 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 Because, you know, you know, every high school movie you ever watch, the goth kids all wear black. I mean, that's, right. that's yeah. a thing. Hot topic. Black eyeliner. Just black well, eyeliner. The store hot topic hot in the malls. Topic. They got more black clothes in Hot Topic than any other color. I guarantee that. What do you think about purple? Hmm. I think purple's like a, a groovy collar. Pur- yeah. Purple's, I was going to say. We got Austin Powers in the yeah. studio tonight. Yeah. Purple's the stoner. <laughs> purple is the hippie of the colors. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it it sure. just goes with anything. Yeah. Yeah, purple's just, just laid back. It's there for the ride. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Purple okay. haze, Prince, all the Prince's <laughs> concerts were all, you know, mm-hmm. purple everywhere. Yeah. I like the word groovy. You know, I, I watched all three of the Austin Power mo- Powers movies like groovy, over the past like two weeks. Yeah, exactly, man. I like the word groovy. It, it's got this good feeling to, to it. So what we about need to, we need to bring it back? I think it's time for groovy. If, to come if back a girl walked style. up and called me groovy, I'd just be, oh my god, damn! I like that. Yeah. Call me, do it again. <laughs> so Jerry, you said you liked white. What's mm-hmm. his personality? Like I said, pure. I, I, I think feel it's like, shy. I feel like, I think white's shy. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. It's kind of restricted, but at the same time, I feel like it's just, like I said, pure intentions. I feel like it's 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 a good color. Yeah, it's it's associated with good things, you know? It's just, yeah. represents itself the right way. White, but it's like any, any movie, like any, you know, epic journey, adventure movie you watch, it's always like the light versus the the evil, like mm-hmm. white versus black. Yeah. The good guys always wear white except Lord of the Rings. That just seems like white just seems to mean like like you were saying purity, holiness, it's goodness. Good guys, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That wasn't really a debate, but that was a good question. No, is, I liked uh, it. I liked it a lot. Is black correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't black like all the colors in one? Like if you, you mix no, if you mix every color you get brown. You get so brown. You're on the right side of that, but it's yeah. Mm. Let's let's talk about let's, brown. Let's 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 hit on brown, brown real quick. Huh? Brown's a comfort. I feel like I feel like you think of brown. You think of like I, I feel like home cooked food, like a log cabin. I feel like there's a lot of brown in that scene. You know, when I think of brown, I think uh, a trash man, like a trash man that's divorced. His wife hates him. <laughs> he doesn't have many friends. And he lives in a mobile home. UPS driver. Smokes a lot of cigarettes. Smokes a lot of cigarettes. His hair's yellow. Eats a lot of ramen. A lot of ramen. And drinks a lot of cheap beer. He's got BO, uh, too. A lot of he's, cold, he's, a, lot of, he's a butt ice kind of Don't take a lot of showers. Yeah. A lot of cobra. Ice in it. Stinky. A lot of cobra. Stinky. And he's a hunter. Wears a lot of camouflage. Jesus Wears God. a lot of camouflage. Never killed a deer, though. That guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that I, guy. I, Moses Yard in a camouflage t-shirt. Got a big mossy oak sticker across the back wind, windshield. Don't even know what it means. I thought of a Never grizzly. Been I thought of a grizzly bear. I didn't think about some depressed guy Nature. that his wife doesn't fucking yeah, like. I, yeah, I, like I just thought of a bear, guys. I don't I know like the earth. That's brown to me. When I think of brown, I just think of shit too. Like <laughs> well, just I, th- I think of trees. That's why like the log cabin comes. I think of brown as like Nature. comfort. How about how about this? Like whiskey's brown. It's like that warmth, that winter, like the the warmth within like a cold time of year. You know, well it's fall. Brown, brown's a part of fall. A lot of brown I, tones you know, this it, time well, of year. Now all your beers, man. It's uh, shades of brown and orange, and it's kind of got that scheme to it. You know? You're right. I, yeah. I think of fall, too. Just that that kind of feeling. Green. Grass. Summer. Springy. New. Yeah. Fresh. Young. Mm-hmm. Okay. Positive. Positive in general. You know, go. Yep, go. Go. Get on it, you know. Energetic. 
All right. I think we hit, I think we hit on everything there. The most therapeutic debate we've had. We're like, man, we're all on the same page here. This Pizza. Squares or triangles? I prefer triangles. We're talking party triangles. cut or, or pie cut here. Party cut yep. versus pie cut. I'm a okay. pie cut guy all day. Absolutely. And now, near and dear to all of our hearts, Frankfurt Pizza, they have no tour. They've, you know, for years and years done the, the party style cut. But I swear, if if they went triangles, I think it, their pizza would taste better to me. Really? And I, and I love Frankfurt pizza, but I'm just saying something about the triangle. Can cut. you even request it to be pie? You yeah. can. Can you? Yes. Mm. If you get it, I wish I would have known that 15 years ago. <laughs> you can request. So, it. To be fair, it's not a crazy request. It's no, just like yeah, actually, yeah. I feel like cutting it in pies would almost be easier. My thing is with the pie cut, every piece. As a crust, good God, so, yes. bring you get up. all That's of the huge. pizza. You get that all of huge. the pizza with your pie cut. But what if, like, you just got got a little bit of room left in your stomach, and you don't want a whole slice? You know what I mean? You can just grab that corner piece of the party cut, and you're good to go. That's where the party cut kind of comes into play here. True, or you could just be that a dick fucking man and and take that tr- that triangle cut piece, take one bite off the end, and just stick it right back in the box. Oh, don't be Ooh. that guy. Don't be that guy. My favorite slice of pizza is the party cut, the little triangles on the corners. I'm gonna take all four of those motherfuckers and put them <laughs> on my plate. I, those are my <laughs> dirty <those> bitch. <laughs> There's other people that want those too. You They're know? all mine. Out of a, on a party cut pizza, those are my least favorite pieces. So I, think I, the I hate the ones I, in the middle. I like yeah. I like the the side. Like you get like an extra long piece with the crust, like right at the middle. The longest, all the, yeah. yeah, the yeah. longest piece with the crust. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like that general area. I'm with you, man. Exactly. I go straight for the middle. For, really? Forget no, the, crust, forget the crust man. pieces. Wow. Well, you you are you're an edge to edge type of guy. So the, I feel you you like Donatos. I'm you like Donatos. I think DG. Honestly, I I think you're such a dickhead. If you're at a party and we've got a full pizza and it's the one on top, and you go in and you pull out the four center pieces and you put them on your plate, you're touching all the other pieces. I think that's just a big dick move, that's, man. That's fine, but I that's how I eat my pizza. I'm wow. That, I am that guy. Wow. I'm like that. I'm but, like that. So you prefer party cut then, or? If one of the advantages for me of party cut, the main advantage for me of party crustless. cut is the crustless middle pieces. Mm. Yeah. You might be the only person I've yeah, ever like I that. think so. I hate crust. I've canceled crust before. I know you have. Damn, that's a wild. I all forgot crust. about that. Any too. and all crust. If there's a bad crust on so the pizza. So that surprises me that you would you rather have like a crust. pie cut then. Only the pie cut because you can just get to the crust. You can fold it over on itself. Okay. If, if I had a piece of pie cut pizza right now, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat the crust. I'd eat it right to the crust, and then I'd throw Damn. the crust in the trash can. So those people piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the crust is the best part of the pizza. Right, come at if me. you get like a frozen pizza, and obviously, whenever you pull a frozen pizza out of the oven, it's really fucking hot. Yeah. But I feel like you can get a couple bites of that crust a little. Earlier, you can get the, sure. the, the cheese and the yeah. toppings and stuff. So I like pie cut, especially on frozen, because you get the two. Cor- you can take two bites out of the crust while it's warming up, and you know you get a little something, and then you can finish it after. It and I really off. don't know how I feel about people eating the crust first. I only do a frozen pizza because okay. it's so hot. Like because right. I because I eat food, I get it and I want to eat it. So like I'm like I can't wait anymore. I, I got to take these two bites like of crust. To, I, can uh, get. I like to save just a little bit of the sauce, like right on the edge of the crust yeah. while I eat the crust. Oh yeah. Back in the '90s, man, when stuffed crust was like at yeah. the height of popularity, that was how they marketed it to people. Like, yeah. hey, you can eat this piece of pizza backwards. 
because oh, there's, yeah, there's yeah. cheese in the crust. Well, mm. a guy like you, you like the middle pieces. So if you could really get that crust down, then you're working with all middle pieces for your for your pie, technically. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah, well, I'm a stuffed crust guy because I hate crust and on a normal pizza. Yeah. You stuff that thing with cheese. Changes okay, the changes the game. All right, now I'm interested. Okay. Now what about you, like enough. a thin crust, though, DG? You don't mess with that either? I can do thin crust more than like a hand-tossed mm-hmm. crust because hand-tossed crust is just... It's just there's nothing there. It's so just it's just thick dough. I feel like you're a deep thick. dish. Like, I feel like you like deep dish. A I lot. do. I love deep dish. I thought pizza. I would make okay. Makes sense. Man, you give me a deep dish pepperoni pizza from Pizza Hut with that caramelized cheese on the outside. Oh shit! So you do, you do get down on that crust. Huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So overall, when I think of you know just pizza in general, I don't even think of the the party cut or the squares. I don't think about that at all. I want the triangles i want the pie cut you think about a new york slice you think about pizza you think of new york city they're all big ass triangle pie cut slices that's what i think about whenever i want pizza if i had my own pizza shop i wouldn't even offer oh come on party cut no i wouldn't i'd be like Uh, triangle only pie (laughs) cut only this is the new style this is what we serve this is this is traditional. This is how pizza should be hey, served. I think Frankfurt Pizza is for sale. It is six hundred thousand dollars. You guys, you gonna scrap it up? Let's get a pizza. Is that sip for, and serve is that pizza started? Yeah, no, you got it's for sale. sale. Sign right it's for up, sale. It's yeah, right up. Did front. you make that figure up? Or is I think it's, it really no, I think, I think it's like six hundred k. My it, family was like, I don't know. I ever heard my family talking about it. Like, they could be wrong. It's, it's like four ninety. Four ninety. Okay, that's not out of the ballpark. I think they'd take. Ten grand for it? <laughs> they wouldn't even take that okay. for the sauce recipe. Could, I'll, could, I'll sign uh, a contract right now. If any of you guys somehow get involved with the ownership of this pizza shop, I want to work for you guys as a cook. I feel like if I cooked pizzas all day, that would be like my best quality of life. Just walk in, make pizzas all day, have one of my AirPods, and just listen to some good music, listen to the Sip and Serve podcast, just huh. make pies all day. Now, that's my dream. Just make pizzas. Sip Why? and slice. <laughs> Sip and slice. Studios on fire tonight. There's pie cut only. There's plenty of dudes in New York City and Chicago and places like that that sling pies for a living and make a damn good living out of it. Oh yeah, you you get get people to come back enough, you're gonna make good money off. I'll bet you take like a guy that you know slings pizzas in Manhattan somewhere for a living. That's all he does. I'll bet you he makes for this area damn good money. Oh yeah, oh yeah, damn good money. Absolutely for sure. So are we all on board with the triangles, the pie slice? Um, I, I'm with the pie slice, yes. It's hard for me because there's room in my heart to love and appreciate both ends of the spectrum That here. is true. They're both very good. They have their, yeah, they both have their advantages. I just like, I think I like the idea of the smaller pieces more, man. Okay. I don't know why, but I'm going, I'm going party cut. Three against one. Yeah, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Homework should be abolished. Agreed, 100%. Teachers don't want you to bring your business into their area. I don't think teachers should take their business into your area. Once you're home, you're away from school. That's your time. You should have that time away from school. If you don't learn what you, if the teachers don't take advantage of the time they have with you, you shouldn't take shit home. Let me ask you this. If you could go back and rather than having any homework, if they added an hour onto your school day and said you have an hour to get all your homework done, would you have went for that? No. Because I don't think that's fair. I think if you made the classes longer to where, let's just say, okay. 
It's basically so the same, the same thing, thing. What you're saying. Just right. adding just, an hour, but like it's not just, free time for homework. It's no, just, it's just it's, to learn more. Yeah, it's just you yeah. add you know fifteen or twenty minutes to every class that day, and at the end you do your work and you're done with it. Yeah, you done. don't take it outside of that classroom. It stays in the classroom. If you're if you're in algebra, that algebra does not leave that door. Mm-hmm. Algebra stays in that classroom. I don't like homework. I don't think any of us liked homework as kids. No, but I I'm with JG. I don't think. If once you leave school, I think school should be school. If you're outside of school, you do what the fuck you want to do. It's your free time. I don't think you should have to take home schoolwork and do it in your free time just to bring it back the next day and turn it in. I think it's bullshit. I'm with JG. This is a uh, there's a lot of layers here. This is a peel them back. It's a complex <laughs> issue because you're speaking from a, a student's perspective, right? Right. So, like, what if you were the teacher? If you were a teacher. You're trying to be the best teacher you can be, right? Your, your, how good you are at your job depends on how the kids in your classroom do on their tests at the end of the year. Well, you only have 45 minutes a day to teach them. So I'm going to give you an extra 15 or 20. That's cool. Now it's going to be an hour and five, hour and 10. But you, but the period's only 45 minutes long. That's it. That's all in reality is what I'm saying. Like that's how school works now. That's okay. So are you going to just teach? For the first 30 minutes and then give them the last 15 minutes of class to do their work every day? Or are you going to use the full 45 minutes for instruction and then say, here's here's 10 minutes worth of homework. You can probably do it when you're waiting to you know be dismissed to go to lunch today in the cafeteria if you really wanted. Or would you just be like, nope, no homework, never. Even if, or you even, just, if, even if your job might be affected. Or you could just change up your teaching strategy and figure out a new way. I mean, everybody's going to do it differently, but there's, there's ways around it. I mean, teachers are supposed to be smart. Half of them aren't. You can figure it out. I mean, people figure shit out all the time. I mean, Corey with the K, he does CAD stuff. I'm sure there's sometimes he struggles with something, getting it done in time, but he figures out a way to do it. I mean, that's with everybody. Everybody's job's different, but everybody runs into those kind of problems. Change it up. I don't know. I think as much as I disliked doing homework in school, I do think it's kind of a necessary part to actually learning the topic, really. Okay. Yeah, like looking back on your when you were a student, did you get any value out of homework? Like, no, I hated look, doing it. Looking yeah. back on it, like did it do you any good? Did, no. Do you feel like you... No. Learn more by doing no, it? No. Because I, half the time, the parents do the fucking homework for the kids. Which we all know that. Yeah, you're not going to fucking learn nothing. That's what I'm saying. I'm the one that's still in school here. I still got this shit. <laughs> I still got to deal with it. Well, college, and I, and college is a whole different No, it whole is. Different which, which, but even in high school, which I learned, obviously homework had some sort of you know effect on what I knew. And it, it helped me a little bit, but I still feel like I kind of just tried to bullshit my way through it so I can get it done and just go do what I wanted to do. I mean, welcome, I, welcome to education in general just, just bull, bullshit no, your way I, through it i agree 100 move that's, on to the next thing no that's what i've done for a long time and i feel like that is education nowadays because i feel like there is a lot of stuff that's spewed at kids that maybe they don't want to learn or they don't have that you know passion to want to do it so they'll just find whatever way they can bullshit around it so let me ask you this you were talking about my experience though if i went back to school right now and say i was a high school student and i was having trouble in geometry I think because if I bring that home and I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, my parents don't know anything about geometry. I can guarantee you that. And not many of them out there do. 
So if I'm at home and I'm just lost and I take my homework back to you and I get every single answer wrong, and let's just say I get, you know, a 0% on them five questions and you actually put that into the grade book and I got a zero for that because I didn't get any right. I think it would be more productive for me to be in that classroom after you give me, you give me 15 minutes to get these five problems done. And then if I have a question, you can be there over my shoulder to help me answer that question. So I don't get a zero. So you Fair. want, you want homework with teacher assistance. Yeah. Like say you, instead that's of really, giving, that's a really good instead of you giving me five questions to take home and I have like, I'm clueless about, I would rather you sit there with me and help me work the problem. What if uh, you're a teacher and you've, you've been teaching this same idea, this same concept, this same skill for the last week. Right. And you, you haven't given any homework all week because of the argument you were making. They don't know how to do it quite yet. But now you know for a fact they know how to do it. And now you just want to assign them something to do on their own tonight. They just drive the point home one last time. Would you consider giving homework in that situation if you didn't have time during the school day to allow them to do it? Possibly, I guess. I mean, let me throw this at you. I've talked to students where this is the case uh, high school kids. It's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, what are you doing after school tonight? Well, I got to go home. You know, dad's working third shift. Mom's got to go help my grandma do this and that. So I got to get my little siblings off the elementary bus at, you know, four o'clock. And then I go, I, then I go to work. Oh, well, where do you work? McDonald's. Okay. What's your shift? Well, I work till 11 tonight. I close or whatever, whatever the, the case time is, for even though McDonald's doesn't close. I'm just right. trying to give an example. But like they, they literally, they don't have time. They don't have the time to do it. I mean, and that's the reality. I feel like when teachers assign homework, they're assigning it with this like vision in their head where every kid goes home. They have two parents at the house. Both parents have enough time to help them if they need help. And the sad, I mean, the reality is that's not reality. It's just, it's just not the case. That's not the case for the vast majority of kids these days. They just. There's no, there's, the guidance isn't there. Even if they got parents at home, chances are they're tired from working. They don't want to, they don't feel like it. Or they just, they don't know either. Or they can't. Right. It's a great point. So I'm with you, man. Like I'm, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I don't, I think education would be fine without homework. I think, I think homework is just a lot of teachers give it because, well, I'm a teacher. I'm, so I'm supposed to give homework. That's what I do. You know? Or, I mean, or you just break your, your class period down. Like, let's just go back to elementary. The first 20 minutes, I'm going to teach you how to do math or addition. Okay. We're going to do addition. Then we're going to work on flashcards, teach them how to use their fingers, whatever it is. I mean, if you send them kids home with three plus three equals six, if they don't know the answer, what do you think their mom's going to do? They're going to write, tell them to write six on their paper and send them back to freaking school, man. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're not right. learning anything at home. They're better off learning from you, the teacher, in class. Good point. Good point. I, f- I feel like and for some kids, going to school is like their breath of fresh air. They go yeah. home to some shit that's not ideal for learning conditions. And you send, if you send them home with these problems they got to do by tomorrow at 8 a.m., you fucked them. Yeah. I mean, you did. You really did because they have so much other shit to deal with that's more important than eight eight problems to help them with math, it, it, especially when they spend that time in school learning it. I feel like once they get home, they have other things to deal with than sitting down and doing 
eight math problems that they may or may not get where they'd either have to bullcrap it and not really learn it or, like I said, ask a parent or ask an older sibling and just, just get by. You know, I don't feel like there needs to be any – there doesn't need to be any intertwining between school and home life. Well, and I think that if you're going to give homework – there's no reason that it should be graded right or wrong when you mm-hmm. turn that shit in. It's okay. practice. It's yeah, extra. Exactly. You know what? Great I like point. that. Great I like exactly. that. Perfect. Like my example, the guy right. didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He got a zero put into the grade book. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. I like what you said. Make sure you work the problem and you at least try. And if you don't try, that's when you get the zero. Exactly. Then the first thing in the morning or whenever you go to class, you go over it and you explain how it would everybody been done. everybody talks it through right when i used to teach i gave homework on occasion i never graded it for accuracy i think that's the way it should i be. only yep. graded it for completion mm-hmm. that's it and not not even did you come up with an answer not even that just did you sh- sit down and show put the me effort? show me your work not a lot of work just a little bit of work that shows me that you attempted to get the problem done All right if you did that five out of five Go. Sometimes the best a kid can give is their effort. Yep. You got to be able to find a middle ground between whatever your bottom level is and your top level. You can't ever teach to one. You can't slow down for the bottom. You can't speed up for the top. That's you got like to you gotta be able to get, everyone needs to get something out of what you do. That's, something. That's one of the hardest things about teaching and coaching is you got to, you can't, you can't cater to this end or that end. You got to, mm-hmm. you got to put it out there to where you catch as many as you can. Which that's what I want to do for a living. So I got I gotta figure out how to do this shit quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta figure it out. That was a great one, Rolski. So really good. Okay, so homework should it be abolished or not? I say yes. I say for grades, yes. I say for extra practice, it should be there. Nah, no homework. Let's get rid of it. Okay. I'm I'm with DG. I think that our education system would be fine without it. So yeah, get get rid of it. Should students be able to give their teacher a grade? At the end of the year. I technically do that for school. Every, every semester, at the end of the semester, I get a little email like, hey, talk about this class. What did you learn? What did you not learn? What did you struggle with? What did the professor struggle with? So you do get like a survey, at least at the college level. You don't really get to at below that, but at my level, you do get that kind of review. And so you, it, get to hear, you get to hear your, your voice is heard in a way. So let's just say from, you know, seventh grade to being a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, they'll send you kind of like a survey, and they'll have every teacher that you had a class with on that, and you can circle A, B, C, D, or an F. Just simple as that, like a letter grade that they would give you for that class. You can grade them on their performance for that year. Do you think students would be fair enough? I think it only works, yeah, if students are going to be honest, and you're asking a lot out of a 14-year-old. Right. But if scenario. they're not going to be little dickheads about it. you got yelled at for fucking exactly. spitting a spitball. You hate the motherfucker. Exactly. You know I mean? But I feel like it would be good to give like the uh, the board of that school for sure info about that teacher. Because if everyone is saying... Because there are bad shit, teachers out there. Absolutely. That you know the board might like and might think they're a good teacher, but they're really not. Uh, they no, just, there's, there's people that definitely get in positions that stick, a lo- stick around way longer than they should. And, yes, and they definitely the are not an paycheck. effective. Yeah, they're definitely not an effective educator, but they still get that spot just because, like I said, depends on who you know or who likes you. you exactly, know? it doesn't yeah. really depend on what you, you might know. be. That, that's life in general. You might be best friends with the superintendent, but you might be the worst teacher in that school. Right. Yeah, that's and, that, and that's where it, the the flawed system comes in because in reality, what are your students getting out of it? And that's the thing, and which I hate like being. It's pretty progressive, but 
students need to have that say, and they need to be able to come up and be like, you know what, this is my experience with this teacher. This is how they treated me. This is how they treated the class in general from my eyes. And like I said, it's still an opinion, but it's still really effective. You need to know how your students well, feel. It's, it's hard, too, because every kid learns differently at a different pace. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It might be receptive to information differently. I mean, it's it's hard to be a teacher. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of it has to do with personalities, too. Like, if you're the type of learner, if you're a student, you're the type of learner that uh, benefits more from, like, a – a laid back approach, like you're going to, you know, you're going to probably learn more from the teacher who is just like, Hey, here's your, here's your stuff, you know, get it done. If you have a question, I'm here, you can ask as opposed to the teacher. That's like up in your face all the time, extremely socially and, and, aggressive, and instructive, tells like, you exactly how to right, do things. Like calls on you in the middle of class to answer questions, even though you didn't raise your hand, like some kids freeze up in those settings in those mm-hmm. situations. They're just like, you know what? Don't be coming at me like that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't learn that way. So it just depends sometimes on the personality. Once upon a time you were a teacher, right? Yep. So would you be okay with your students at the end of the year giving you a letter grade? Giving me a letter grade? Yep. I, I welcomed it. Okay. In fact, when I taught, I gave my, my students a survey about me and my teaching to kind of just, just on my own, you know, just, you know, hey, get out a sheet of paper, number it one to five. I want you to answer these questions honestly. Don't even put your name at the top. It's would fine. You, would you be all right sending those? Like say it came down from the board or the superintendent. Like Sending every, those in? Every teacher needs to do this at the end of the year and now want them sent to my office. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. I'd be fine with that, and I think that's a great idea. But I think it should but, happen. But if, if you did that, you're going to get a ton of teacher pushback. A ton of teacher pushback. It, because, because, because they're what, scared. Well, what, maybe. But what you're going to have is you're going to have teachers who are going to blame poor reviews right. on, well, that kid just is an asshole to me and has, right. has been all yeah. year. Okay, but and, uh, your job as an educator is to teach your kids. Whether your kids have this going on or that going on or don't like you or do like you, your job is to educate these kids. And if these kids don't feel educated, you failed at your job. In my opinion, I mean, there's, I feel like it's, it's, it's black and white, but it's not. I feel like kids either learn or they don't. And if they don't think they learn anything, then you, you as yourself failed as an educator. To argue your point, DG, I feel like the teacher will say, like, oh, that kid was an asshole all year long, whatever. I feel like the board or the, the principal of that level would know like, okay, I know this kid's an asshole. I'm not going to like pay much attention to this review, but let's say the nice girl in class, the valedictorian of that grade sent in a bad review on you. Then the daughter of the school board member. Sure. The, uh, the straight A student. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Then it's going to like spark a, like a, like, Oh, okay. Maybe the asshole was right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that I mean that's how you could weigh that out. Yeah. I think it's more beneficial like from the teacher's perspective to use that like moving forward what could I do differently? Right. You know, and I think that's what DG that, did. That's exactly. what like I said all the surveys surveys I take for college the stu- the educators see them and they like they say it's for learning and it, they did right. use that to help change the way they teach. Exactly. Know? Next subject. That was a good argument. That was though. a good one. Solid. You're bringing some good. You're bringing some good. Good prompts So let's tonight, let's man. get We're into let's get into a little bit of something different. Let's get out of the education realm. <laughs> when you're trying on a bathing suit at a department store, let's just say you go into Dick's and you want to buy some Hurley swim trunks. Okay, 
I was and, just wearing some Hurley swim trunks yesterday. Okay. So when you where are you swimming? Are you swimming? Yeah, that's a, swimming lessons, baby. Is that the YMZ? Oh, yeah. you, you, like, you give lessons? Nope. You I, take I t- lessons. I take, my, I take my son to lessons. Oh, okay. How's your breaststroke? Full. Never been better. Didn't you used to be on a swimming team? <laughs> I was. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was. Okay. In so high, in high school or no, college? No, this was uh, this was like middle school. Oh, okay. So it was just summer a summertime thing down at the city pool. Took swimming lessons in the morning and. Eventually, they recruited me to be on the swim team. Fuck yeah. Showed man. out, huh? My first swim meet, this is a real quick side story. I dove in. So you dive off the platform, you know, and I dove in, and I had my goggles on and my swim cap and the whole deal. And my I didn't have my goggles on tight enough. And my damn, when I hit the water, my goggles slid off my eyes down into my mouth, and I damn near drowned. Jesus. I, I, got, dis, I got disqualified because I couldn't breathe, and I had to stop, and my foot accidentally touched the bottom. I got DQ'd in my first swim race ever. Son Damn. of a bitch. <laughs> Shitty time. Shitty time. When you bought these Hurley swim trunks. I didn't try them on in the store. Okay, let's say you did, and you went to the dressing room. Most people, now I'm not one of these people, but most people don't wear underwear underneath their swim trunks. That's true. Well, it's the netting. It just depends on what kind of swim trunks these, you have. If these ones, a lot of don't, have, a lot of them don't have netting. Cancel corner. Get the fuck rid of the netting. What yeah, are we what, doing? What is that for? All right, reality? seriously. All Nothing, it does is bunch up my sack and just yeah, exactly. I guess my question is: Do you try on swim trunks with your underwear on or off? Ooh, gosh. Because try. a lot of people, when they go swimming, they don't have the underwear. A lot of people don't like that extra shit, like clogging up their junk, like but you were so talking all about. I can think of. Is someone trying them on butt ass naked? Exactly. So that let's debate it. Do you wear your underwear, or do you take your underwear off like you're going to be wearing these swim trunks? Well, I think regardless, any pair of swim trunks I buy from now on are getting washed before I ever wear them. It's <laughs> a good thought because I never thought of that before. You no. didn't think people about putting their dirty dicks in yeah, swim exactly. trunks? Exactly. Have you? I don't know where that, <laughs> that pecker's been. Could have been mean? four dicks inside that Hurley swimsuit before you tried to know them, bub. I wear underwear with my swim trunks, so if I as, try them on, as do I? See, I, I just cut the netting and I raw dog it. Okay, I just, I just you go cut in the, the netting but, out. Yeah, fuck I've that done netting, that dude. That netting sucks. That's hardcore. I don't mess with the netting. I've got a pair up there. It, I've cut the netting. It out. just holds me up. Like I feel well, like so it. Do just, you wear underwear with netting? I wear underwear with all swim trunks, netting or no netting. Wow, dude, you wear underwear with netting. Yeah, that's gotta that's be crazy, dude. I wear double. Why are you wearing layers under the ocean? with netting. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Always have. I Cut that shit out, dude. Yeah. Just try it. I mean, I have. So it feels I got, so much better. As I've long had, as they're not short and your balls aren't literally going to pop out if you no, sit no. down or something, then you're fine. Just cut it out. But if they're that short, keep the netting. Yeah, if they're I'm longer not, than that, then get that shit out of there. I'm man. not a long baller. I don't have long balls. I'm not a long baller. <laughs> not like Clint Roush. <laughs> yeah. I don't have long balls either. I've got small balls, actually. You got short like, ones? Yeah. I've already had talked had this talk before. There's no reason for big balls. They're just in the they're, leg. Yeah, there's Small no balls reason. work just fine. Do, do you think women like big balls? No, That's I don't think sack. it's a conversation piece. Like, they go back to their girlfriends like, dude, you should have saw his balls. <laughs> like, they don't do that. What if subconsciously they do? Like, it's a natural thing. They correlate, like... Nice fat sack with reproductive health, and it's like a pri- that's like a primal thing. Exactly. <laughs> then girls don't fucking like me. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not pleasing them with my nuts. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs>
I think the bigger the sack, the smaller the meat probably looks, right? I think I feel like we're in a different debate altogether now. <laughs> saying big nuts makes your dick look little. It's got, got to. I mean, to I mean I what, relative, what, what yeah. if you've got big both? Um, thank the Lord, lucky man. <laughs> no shit. So yeah, I mean, I'm if I try on swim trunks, I'm not raw dogging them. In no, the I'm not raw dogging store. on the try. Yeah, if you're trying them on, keep the underwear on. But if you're wearing them, I'm getting uh, no underwear. Uh, if you're the if you're the if you're the one trying them on, that's just a lot of work. Yeah, you're taking off your pants already. Does seem take, extra. Take off your underwear too, just to you know, just to set your nugget pouch in this new pair of <laughs> swimming drawers. Like it doesn't make sense. So I don't think I've ever tried a pair of swim trunks on in the store. I haven't. I haven't have. mentioned it. I, I might not have either. That's what know. the drawstring's for, right? That's what the receipt's Same. for. Hell, that too. The thing is, man, I'm so skinny nowadays. I'm like in between a medium and a large for like swim trunks. And a lot of the larges are like different from other larges. Mm-hmm. So I can't go without trying yeah, to work. Like I, I can't go on the internet and order a pair of swim trunks. No, definitely not. I can't you, do it. You have to do at least the the hold it up to your waist. You got to have like the length check. If you, if you If the length's good, I feel like as long as it has a drawstring that you can tie... You're going to manage. And I feel like as, on terms of fit, you know, it's going to work out if you just find out the length. I just can't have trunks that are squeezing me around the waist, you know? Okay, you like, don't want, yeah. Okay. For me, the waist fit's more important. The length, you know, that's fine. It's it. I'm sure it'll, I can live with it. But as long as we're comfortable here, I'm good. Well, because like you said, we're not long balling, you know what I mean? We don't got to worry about... <laughs> I'm not long dicking either, so then things fall <laughs> off me real easy. Like, if I do a dive off a diving board, I would say at least 75% of the time, my ass crack and my dick are almost all the way out. But what does long dick and have to do with that? It helps to keep them up. Do you ever tie the drawstring? <laughs> no, I don't think it does. It does, dude. Like, if okay, the waistband, no. like, if you got it tied they're and not. it goes down and it hits your dick and you got a big dick, it's not going to go over it. They're not. Mine, get, mine they're slips not right down. A, they're not swimming with a boner. Like, they don't have that stuff holding it up. It's still a soft You got to tie well, that I hope, drawstring. I hope it's a soft dick. Way tighter, brother. <laughs> or get yeah, a quit, or relying get on, a, quit, quit relying on your dick to hold your swimming trunks up. Or just up. get a Speedo. <laughs> Keep it skin tight. All right, we're not we're keeping our underwear on if we try try them on in the department store, correct? Yes, I feel like you're a real dick. No pun intended. If you, if you don't, okay. Yeah. All right. Do men gossip more than women nowadays? In, I, my, in my experience, no. Yeah, I, I agree with Colin. I don't. I feel like a lot of girls they really like make their lives about gossiping. I feel like girls just live to talk about other girls sometimes, and maybe I'm. Maybe it's just who I talk to, but I feel like that's pretty common, that girls talk about other girls a lot. Overall, I think it's pretty equal. I think the I think the females have an, a slight advantage. Okay. Females are better at it, I feel like. They just they just they just do it more. I mean, yeah, it's, I think it's just more natural for A for lot of women. males just don't give a shit, honestly. Right. Right. There's a lot of shit that guys don't care about that girls do. But there are a lot of guys out there who are you know, gossip kings. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah. No, absolutely. And I think it's probably different in different circles. Yeah. You know, like with us and our friends, my circle could give a fuck less. Yeah. And I, and I like that it's about our same, circle. Same thing with my friend group. It's but not, I feel like, you know, maybe you go and you become friends with dudes that grew up in like the city. Somewhere. Big city. Yeah. It might be totally, my dynamic true, might be totally yeah. different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like and that's why I think it's kind of equal because we only see like, we're from a southern Ohio. We're right. from the hills, man. We don't give a shit about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But if we grew up, you know, in Miami, Florida, or Los Angeles, California, or New York City, Manhattan area, 
it's probably going to be a little different. No, I th- we'd all be way different in that yeah. environment. Like, I think we so all too. grew up in, like I said, in that small town. Everybody knows everybody. So I feel like you don't really put yourself out there as much as you would maybe in like a city type of environment where you are kind of mysterious and under the radar to most people. But within your inner group, people know you. Everyone knows you here. So it, it makes you want to be more conservative with what you do. Maybe. One yeah. thing I've learned is like workplace gossip. Oh, shit. Mm. It's I don't wild. know if people just get fucking bored or what it is or they just love the drama. But you can't do a goddamn thing or tell anyone anything in your workplace without every motherfucker in there knowing. Right. I do agree with that. Yeah. 100%. I, think, I think it is a boredom thing. You know, people just... Like stirring the shit, they, or they, they, yeah, they just like stirring stuff up. Yeah, it gives them something to do. It makes things interesting. Yeah, it seems like there's always those one or two people. Any any job, anywhere you're at, they're always they're right just, in the middle. They're of in it. the middle. They just seem to find themselves in the middle of everything, and they act like they enjoy they, that. Shit. They act like they want to be anti drama, and like right. nope, I'm staying out of it. And somehow they're just right. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, they're just in there pulling the strings and getting. You know, she said this. He said this. He did that. Instigating right. things. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they do it behind like behind closed doors, though. Yeah, you're right. It's they not they like, do it on the on on the DL. Yeah. Exactly. So overall, I think it's equal. You guys think women, though? Yeah, I think girls talk more. Personally, yeah. I think it's probably close, like DG said, but slight edge to the females. Okay. I don't, I don't, and I don't want to sound sexist saying that, but I think most, maybe not all, but I think most females would agree with Probably, that. yeah. I think they would agree. That- see, and this is, this is a side note, but whenever I, th- I see, like, friendships, like guy friendships, I feel like they're so much more consistent and longer lasting like i feel like the guys you meet especially like the guys you go to school with when you're young all the way until you graduate especially in this community you're always friends with those guys and you you can get in arguments you can get in fights you can get in this and that and you don't really get rid of your friends i feel like but as a girl you just see this constant rotation of friend groups and like this girl's with this group they're with this group they're with this group and like they just bounce around like that because they gossip more guys guys don't talk shit behind the back man guys say it up front Especially if they really mean it. I feel like they say it up front a, a lot more than girls do. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that. Yeah. Wendell with that. Clowns. Scary or funny? So there was a time when clowns were scary to me. But that was like when I was, you know, a kid. And eventually that faded. Now, I'm to the point now where I'm just like, yeah, that, that guy that's painted himself up and he's wearing the big shoes and he's got the that you know wig on that's his gig that's his job and to me that's kind of funny you know like (laughs) this guy's a literal clown yeah like this guy's a clown some 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 dudes have side hustles where they're driving for uber or they're you know driving for amazon flex or whatever this this dude's deciding to go to these carnivals and paint kids faces okay or Balloon animals. Yeah. So to me, that's that just kind of puts a comical so spin you, on it. You respect the the clown grind is what you're saying. I'm, re- you, I'm not. You, you see it. And I'm not you knocking. The, it. I'm not knocking the hustle at all. But it's like when when you know see a grown ass man when Zip Zippy the clown turns out to be Fred who <laughs> works at the dollar store during the daytime. You see Zippy smoking a cigarette after his shift. It's way less scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like Zippy getting in his old Toyota Corolla, rolling out of roosters or something. I, roosters used to have kids' night. I remember that. Yeah. They always had a clown walking around roosters, making balloon animals, this and that. Mm. And 
That's a real guy, man. He's he's out there fucking working for his Marlboro Reds. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he don't mess around. I'll be honest with you. I don't fuck with clowns. Really? So you, you're yeah. a scary clown guy. You see clowns, you're like, ugh. Well, I mean, it depends on the setting, of course. Like if you're at a haunted house or something, yeah, I I don't like I don't like the fucking clowns with the chainsaw running around type shit. Right. I don't know. I always go back to watching it when I was like I don't yeah you know, clowns, five years old. I've definitely seen clowns in more scary instances than I did funny. Like like nowadays you think like I don't go anywhere where there's fucking clowns. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Only time I see clowns are. Right around this time of year, Halloween, people are dressing up as them. There's movies with them, and I think the it movies. It's just clowns are more scary kid, in my mind. As a kid, I think that's really what made it scary was because you knew they're supposed to be ha ha funny, a good time. But then you go and there's one chasing you with a fucking chainsaw or a machete around. Just like, fucks up all clowns for exactly. you. You no longer like any clown right. just because you had that one. Yeah, but I grew up watching like me and my dad. Whenever it was on TV, we would watch the old it movie. And we would watch, and I've watched that multiple times growing up. So I've seen clowns more in that kind of like creepy type of feeling, you know, not not funny. I've only went to the circus once, and that was the Adina kindergarten trip. I don't know if you guys went on that also. Oh, yep. Yeah, but I think that was the last time that I had really seen a clown, and I was like, oh, that's just he's just messing around. He's he's funny, you know. To be truthful, I've never had a problem with a clown. I've always thought they were funny. Hunted houses, yeah, they're trying to be scary, but whatever, that's their job. Like you said, they're running around with the chainsaw. I know they're not going to cut me. I think it's kind of funny. Well, I mean, at 24 years old, I'm with you, but... Right. As a kid, yeah, it would be scary. But overall, I think leaning one side or the other, I think it's more funny than scary. You know, it'd be really interesting to have a clown on. <laughs> where, do you, where do you find one anymore? I don't know, but I, don't I think they still exist. You I got guarantee you we got at least one guy out there that's a clown no, in his good, spare time that's listening. Roosters has a kid night. I think it's Wednesday nights. I, I can't solidify it, but I think one night out of the week, Roosters has a kid's night, and there's always a clown there making balloon animals. Now, I so know I've been and be at like, Roosters hey, on a Wednesday, on a podcast? and there was not a clown in there. So uh, this Like I said, be... I could be wrong as hell, but I remember as a kid, they always, they would play cartoons on the TV. They would have a clown walking around doing balloon animals. I, think I, the, I remember kid's night. I think the clowns are going extinct. Uh, I'm sure there's one on Craigslist yeah. we could find. I think, I think, you know, back in 1999, you could find several clowns to come to a birthday party. But if you tried to do it today, I think it'd be harder than what you think. It's like an endangered species. Yeah. Clowns well, are going it, extinct. Yeah, I, I guarantee you. Guarantee. It's not even a question. You got some freaks out there that are clowns just because, you know, they like being around you know, little kids and oh god, oh some, yeah, there, you some, know, no, no, I agree there, with there's that. There's some term. sickos out yes. there. I say term. that, I say that to your point of I think you know, it's probably good to find a, it's probably hard to find a good clown these yeah. days. John Wayne Gacy dressed up like a clown. You ever watch stuff on him? This is oh, gone. Yeah. This is gone true crime. I didn't mean to turn it like this, but I've heard the name. John Wayne. Oh, he was weird, man. Like would he? Dress he would dress up, up as like a clown, clown when he did he, his killing. Yeah, and like he would like. I think that's kind of terrifying. No, there's a lot of stuff. If you want to, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix. John Wayne Gacy tapes. There's John uh, Jeffrey Dahmer tapes too. Like the real tapes from his investigation and everything. There's so much shit on that. I can't believe people did that. That's just something that strikes me. Is how people can do that. Scary or funny? Scary. Funny. I go scary as well. Funny. Two to two. Good debate. Grass on the playing field. Or freshly mowed. So you want a little what? length. You want a little length to your uh, grass there on the, on the playing field. What sport? Anything with grass, I'd assume. Good question, Colin. <laughs> oh, 
Oh fuck! Over my head. Yeah, okay. me, me too. I now, just got uh-huh. it. I dialed back huh, in. Broski just gave me a look, and I just got. I've seen where people like hurt What's their more? knee. I, uh, <laughs> I should have known better being on a fucking sip and serve podcast. What's more? I saw something where the people on, were dude. arguing like turf versus grass for like knee health and like what you do. I was like, that's, oh, okay. That's where we're, my head we're, went. we're bringing sports back into this. No, we're talking about pubes. Uh, we're talking about pubes. I think I, I'll, I'll uncover it personally. Uh, I've never experienced this, but I remember being a young young lad and discovering my father's Playboys, and there was something about the landing strip that just like pulled me in. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's a porn star classic, man. That, that you got all over well, the place. But like I said, I've never experienced it, but uh, I think I want to. <laughs> Sucked him in like a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, there is nothing quite like a landing strip. All right. And if you haven't experienced it, it's something you need to experience. Even like a, because uh, like hair grows everywhere down there, yeah, right? Yeah. But like a trim, a trimmed bush, you know what I mean? And Lady there, takes and care a, of herself. And Colin, I can tell you, there's nothing wrong with a trimmed bush. If oh. you haven't experienced it, you should experience okay. it. Come. What about a nice mustache? <laughs> never a, never a experienced a nice mustache. Down there. Never experienced that. How does that work? Handlebar? I don't know, but I think I might like on the edge? Huh. Got a little Fu Manchu down there. <laughs> so, I, 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 it sounds like that we're all going towards grass on the plank field here. Uh, Something's just I mean, intriguing. Honestly, about I, think I, if I, honestly a, I just think a freshly mowed field is just boring nowadays. Dude, if I saw a Fu Manchu, like, I would what have to like, take It's just boring. Like, <laughs> spice know. it up a bit. Yeah, bet give, they, me, give me some character. Write, my, na- right. write my name. Where's the personality? <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody can mow, you know? Show me something hmm. different. Get, let's get creative. Hell yes. I'm glad <laughs> we can all agree on one. What sport? Man. <laughs> Clip that. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck off. I was thinking baseball, you know, football. Like I said, DG was on the right thought. I was like, I heard that there's been more knee injuries in like turf fields. I just was listening to a podcast. That's what I'm saying. I was I was like, okay, we're talking about knee injuries now. Like turf is way more economical. I'm dumb am I for that. You hit something backside in the alley and it's like could have been a triple. If we got long grass, like hell, that might only be a double, you know what I mean? That's where my head went. I pray to God (laughs) that this never happens to any of us or anyone out there. In general, but burn or drown. Are we are we saying which we would rather do or which is worse? I heard drowning's peaceful. Worse. Which is worse? Burning's worse. I think so too. I think I'd go now as terrifying let's, as let's drowning break, yeah, would let's be. Break it down. The, the thing that drowning has that I think would be worse is the longevity of it. Because that's gonna take a while before you You're you're gonna go unconscious though. Because I, but not I, quick. No, I, I've you really think heard how long this. you can hold your breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which it, I feel like it's great. Like for the for the second you're taking water in your lungs, I feel like you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. But once you're once you realize your fate, it's just silence. You can't hear anything. You just. Hmm. But it, but burning. Oh fuck! You're screaming. It's, it's hot. It's painful. Hot. But you're yeah, also inhaling all that smoke. Yeah, and it's burning your lungs. There's so much more right. pain to burning to For death. Sure. But there's that moment of panic with drowning where you think you could maybe help yourself, but you don't you know, and sh- you're fighting for your life. Exactly. I feel like when you're burning, you don't really have a shot. But whenever you're drowning, you think you do. Yeah, you have that. You're like, I can get out of this. You, I can get, get out, out of this water. What about what about? But then you don't. What about this situation? This would never happen, at least in today's world. 
you're on death row. Your two options are death by drowning or death by fire. So you know you're dying either way. There's yeah. no hope. Yeah. So like you were saying, you know, sometimes in your, when you're in the water, there's hope there. Can I get back to the surface? Blah, blah, blah. That's a good way to there's put it. There's no hope. Are uh-huh. you going to drown or are you going to burn to death? Which which you picking right now? This is a nitty gritty. This I'm going to get in the water. Yeah. I think, I'm I think so too. too. The water's think, not as bad. I think you take on just a big lung full of water and just. Yeah. You're done. That's for a good it. way yeah. to you put ever, it, DJ. You ever, heard of, that is. you ever heard of secondhand drowning? No. I saw this on A Thousand Ways to Die one time. That, that was old. Sh- I don't know. I shouldn't have been watching Great that show, show when I was younger. <laughs> but I, when I was younger, I would just see bits of it. And there was a girl that was in the bathtub. Fell asleep in the bathtub, went underwater, took in some water into her lungs, came out fine. Hour later, drowned to death because she had water in her lungs. Like the water in her lungs from an hour ago had suffocated her and had done something that it was like, yeah, it was like a prolonged drowning instead of in the moment. It snuck up on her. Drowning, you have that panic, I feel like. I both are going to have that panic. But like he said, I think this level is the playing field where... There's no hope. You, you know going in. You're dying by death. You're I, dying by burning. You're dying and drowning. You definitely have, I feel like you have more of a chance to stop fire than you do water. Because, well, you've learned growing up 24-7, stop, drop, and roll. You've heard it a million times if you catch on fire. If something's on fire on you and yeah, you but really it, can't but stop it with your hand, you If you're you gotta, surrounded by it and you can't get out. Oh, well, yeah, that changes I mean, your stop, thing. drop, and roll ain't going to do shit. That's true, but I'm saying we still have one defense mechanism against yeah. fucking catching on fire. You never learn about drowning to death in school. You're never like, if you start drowning, just swim or something. I don't yeah. know. But you don't have that escape or chance of escape. I think I've decided I'm I'm going to drown. Because yep. bur- burning is drown. just, just seems excruciating. It just seems so, so terrible. Yeah. yeah. So back to agree. back. Back death to back. Death by fire. Unanimous. What age should a child... Get a cell phone. <laughs> I'm going to say r- later. I'm going to say like high school. Let's start with when we all got cell phones. I got a, my cell phone when I was a freshman in high school. I got mine when I started driving, so I was a sophomore. Okay. See, I got, times were different then. Yeah, me, yeah, way different. For me. We started out with no, flip phones. No, now no kids no are getting phones back then. iPhone 14s no, no apps when they're in fourth then. grade. Yeah. I okay. didn't have a smartphone, but I was 12. So, now... Yeah. Honestly, it was more for the purpose of if I needed to get a hold of my parents. Yeah. Which I think it's a valuable tool for something like that. But those kind of phones, like you said, they don't really exist anymore. So whether that's your intention or not, your kids are going to be getting on the internet or downloading these apps. Pornhub. I think think kids should only get like burner phones until they're 21. Like no internet access, just calling text. Now that's a little much. 21, that's crazy. No, but I I had burner phones up until I was 13. I got a smartphone at 13 years old. But here's the thing is like with my age group, obviously I'm the youngest out of the panel here, but I had like an iPad like that was one of the big things as a kid you wanted as like an so iPad. You, you could do you, everything you, you wanted on that. With Wi-Fi, yeah. So when I was at home, I essentially did have a cell phone. So, like, I guess I was younger. I was really young when I had access to stuff like that. And Honestly, I feel like that can suck. Like, unsupervised internet access for a yes. kid that's, you know, even 13 years old. Like I had me and I Uncle was Buck. like eight. Yeah. yeah. Bad news. The, well, the problem is. I watched way too much porn because of like, this. <laughs> it doesn't matter with where technology is at nowadays. Like I said, I didn't have a smartphone until I was probably in high school or close to it. But you get creative, man. You remember the PSPs? Yeah. Oh, dude, the PSPs were nuts. NCAA football, like 07, well, whatever. They, dude, I'll do you the, one better. 
I found out I could get on the fucking internet on that thing, right? <laughs> I didn't care about video games after that. <laughs> Son of a gun was in the backseat on the way to a ball game. His mom thought he was watching or playing Madden, and he had his headphones in watching Jenna Jameson <laughs> on his PSP. Exactly. Dude, yep. once you find out you can get titties on your, your smart device, it's your life over. just changes forever. Yeah, it over. Whether it's for better or for worse, you're you're not the same after you find <laughs> out you can get titties on your goddamn smart device. It's yeah. just it's how it is. I'm going to say seventh grade. In 2022, a kid should not have a cell phone unless they're in seventh grade or until they're in seventh grade. A cell phone or a smartphone? Because like I said, when I was in middle school, I had a Verizon flip phone burner. So like these days, all cell phones or smartphones, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Okay. Because you can't buy, I mean, I guess you can buy a burner flip phone. My grandma's got one, but. Hell, I had a fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Little waist clip. A cell phone in general. We're talking like iPhones, Androids. I don't think a kid should have one until they're in seventh grade. I'm tired of watching these third and fourth graders walk around with iPhone 14s. Like, why does that kid need an iPhone 14? What is your logic behind it? Why does he need it? We all grew up and look at us. We're fine without them. I think seventh grade is a little too young, man. Because how much? Oh, okay. How, how, how many, about that, Colin? How many stupid ass decisions did you make as a seventh grader? A lot, a lot. And oh, again, yeah. I'm you know I don't want to overshare. Talking about Snapchat and shit. Jesus Christ! But I'm harkening back to my days working with seventh graders and eighth graders, and they do a bunch. You're putting an adult an adult device in the hands of a child. Well, yep. And like a whole talk- lot of shit yeah. can go. You can go sideways. Because you talk about social media and like especially people that do get like attention from social media and they kind of have like some sort of following. There's that constant influx of of attention and dopamine and just like they get that reactions from their phone. They're just sitting there staring at it. And when they don't get it, it, it makes shit it, goes haywire. It makes them, it's almost like, like you imagine you have like a 13 year old kid and they're stressed. They could either go to social media and you're like, you know what? Here's this bottle of vodka. Same thing. It's just a, yeah. a distraction and something it's to like a drug. It, it really is. They become it, addicted. When, when you get to a certain extent, it is. We got sixth and seventh graders that can't get through a school day. Can't get through a, an eight period yeah. school day without looking at their phone. 15 no, times, the, man. They the, sneak off to the bathroom and they, yeah. you know, they do their shit in there and then, I mean, it's just bad. Like, and then their parents find out they're sending out, you know, nudes or something on Snapchat. So then they, hey, my, you know, my parents making me delete Snapchat. Well, guess what? They go and hang out with their friends that weekend. They borrow their friend's phone. They set up a Snapchat account real quick on their friend's phone. They're sending nudes from their friend's house. That I mean, yeah. it's just terrible. Yeah. It's just we're, terrible. We're, how, gi- we're giving kids too many means to do things. To do like, stupid I, 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 you, things. You could easily to make, to you make could easily take decisions. This, yes, you could easily okay. take this opportunity away, but we don't. We just give them smartphones at 10, 11, 12 years can, old, can and you, then we can just you, go with it. Can you imagine giving Buck Merritt a <laughs> oh, smartphone when he was 12 years old? Hell no. Think about think. I mean, just uh, they just try to consider that for a second. Kid would be in prison. You wouldn't even have to download probably, it. You probably just have to up. Google porn videos, and you have it. You don't have to download it off LimeWire. I you know, you just get it. I think he'd agree with us. Yeah, oh, <laughs> for sure he would. There's a lot of people, like a lot of older men nowadays, that say if they had means to find things like that on their phone 24 seven, they say straight up, they're like I would have been fucked. I would have been in so much trouble with having that. I would, I would have been it's in, crazy. in jail probably. I think or suspended from school, expelled from high school. I think I had one. I think for all of us. Not just kids, but for all of us. I think technology's done a lot of great things. I think social media is there's a lot of positives about it, but there's also oh, a there's shit, a shit, ton, shit of ton of negatives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll bet you crazy. You know, depression, anxiety, 
comparison. I'll bet those are at an all-time high well, because oh, of I guarantee media. there's more negative than positive which, from social media. But the thing is, I don't think it's ever going to go away. It's not. It's, no. no, which even with me, like I'm a college student right now. I do a lot of stuff from home. Like all my lectures are live from home on my computer. Whenever you're at home, there's so much other shit you can do. And I feel like because I have a phone and I've been exposed to social media for a long period of time, I, I feel like I, I would much rather get on there and have that short-term attention span than sit down and watch this lecture for an hour because I have the means to do so. And you're I, uh, 21 years old uh, yeah, and these kids are 13 and they doing the they same have, thing exactly, during that's class. That's what I'm saying. Like even it's, it's fucking me up right. now. I mean, it does affect my schoolwork and how much I do and get out of my school. Think about a 13 year old kid. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's really ruining kids nowadays. It really is. So Colin, at the beginning, I thought you were on the other side of the argument. A kid should have one in like fourth or fifth grade. My only argument is DG touched on it was, you know, you might be the only parent out of this whole school who's saying, no, my kid's not going to have one. So you let him go to Jimmy's house. What's he going to do? He's going to log in on Snapchat on his phone. You know what I mean? The technology's out there and with computers and everything too. If kids are going to do bad shit, they're going to do bad shit. Because you guys didn't have this technology. And well, what I'm did not, you do? I'm not you even talking about shit. just doing bad shit. I'm just thinking like, why? Why do they need one as a eight-year-old kid oh no I, I think that's way too young well how old are you in fourth grade 10 i was i was on your side i think about seventh once you're in middle school exactly. about seventh eighth grade because you're getting on buses you might be going on your first date to the movies with your first boyfriend you or something your first dances your Commun- first formal communicating for rides and stuff that's a necessity yeah. at that age yes. but if you're in fourth grade fuck your parents should know where you are at all times i agree and my, I think- my parents still have my life 360 are you shitting me that's how it is i live with i still have my life 360 on my mom, mom mom's phone i mean it's just like that to answer your question I think it has more to do with status. So, you you got a fourth. Let's say you got a kid that's in fourth grade. They come home one day from school and say, "Hey, my best friend Jimmy just got a new iPhone." And then I think not you. I'm not saying you, but a lot of parents think to themselves, "Well, of course my kid doesn't need an iPhone, but damn, if Jimmy down Jimmy's the street, got one, if right. he's got an iPhone." My kid's gonna have one. Hell yeah, my kid's gonna have one. He's not. My kid's not gonna go without. Like yeah. Jimmy's family's not better than our family. Yeah. So here you go, son. Here's your iPhone. And right. That age is only gonna get younger and younger. You're gonna see select groups of parents getting their kids iPhones, and they're in fucking kindergarten. Yeah. And then you're gonna see smaller groups of parents follow that trend and be like, we need to get our kids a phone in kindergarten. And it's then, just gonna a vicious and then, cycle. Like, you remember when we were in school, man? Like how. If you were only cool if you wore Abercrombie and Fitch, yeah. you were only cool if you wore American Eagle, you were only cool if you wore Hollister. It's the same now, except it's with technology. You're only cool in fourth grade if you got an iPhone. So, like for Man. all those kids who's <laughs> terrible to think about, for this all makes those me sad. kids whose families don't don't have that kind of money or don't or have enough sense not to buy them an iPhone, like those kids are now the outcast. You know what I mean? Like and you don't they're want the your kid to be an outcast. Yeah, you you don't want your kid to be made fun of because they're right. the only kid in fourth grade that doesn't have one. That's a great point that I did not think of. I'm still saying seventh grade. I'm gonna say high school. I'm gonna say fret your freshman year. Okay. And I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't. You don't need. There's no way you need. I don't even think you need an, a smartphone your freshman year. But that's the earliest I'm probably going to give my kid one. I mean, realistically, you probably aren't mature enough to have one responsibly until you're like 21 years old. Honestly. Fuck if that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. 
All right, good argument. Last good one here, and we'll get to the dictionary. Alcohol or sex? So you're asking basically which we would give up first? Pick one. Sex. Sex. Now here's my argument. Oh my God. Now listen. Now let me explain He's this like, for a minute. What's sex without alcohol? No, I'm just going to say this. Put this into perspective first. You've already got all the kids you want. You're done. Say your tubes are tied and you're, now you're just having sex for pleasure. Okay. Okay. And I'm going alcohol. Because you can do a lot of things other than, you know, actual sex for pleasure. Let me ask you something. Have you ever jerked off while drunk? Oh, I'm sure I have. I can't really remember it, but I'm sure I have. You're a psychopath for that one. Why? Sometimes you you, you know your your lady friend or whatever might be gone or away. Or let's just put it this way. You're at a bar with a girl. You were having a good time. Thinking you're, you're going to get lucky. You were thinking you were grinding on the dance floor all night. You might have friend been, comes up. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go and drags her out. And you're sitting oh, there with fuck. blue balls. Fuck and you go man. home and you're like, man, I really wanted some ass tonight. <laughs> and then you just throw on Pornhub and you just no. finish her off. Okay? I'm thinking about it. That probably happens to a lot of men all around the world. Uh, I'm going to say alcohol because I've already got all the kids I want. And you can do a lot of other things. For pleasure. Yeah. It, if, you, if you like to drink, which I mean, we all probably like to drink a few beers now and again, drink some whiskey, whatever. That's gone. You can't do that no more. There's like, you just want to dip and smoke cigs? There's a few things. Are in you this going world to turn to hard drugs? Best. Listen. You want to turn to hard drugs Listen. now? There's a few because things. Because you can't get drunk? There's a few things in this Start world. Start snorting cocaine? I Dude, do like why do you to go do... on the extreme so much? You're just like, you don't drink anymore, you're going to do fucking coke. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, some people might turn to that. And that's not the healthy way to go about it, brother. There's, just stick with the bush like light. three things I like to do more than drink alcohol. And number one, far and away, is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's fucking two, three spots above so, alcohol. That's uh, not I'm not... I'm not giving that up. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, I like to have sex too. Who doesn't? That blows my mind you actually say that though. A, so a, a BJ is pretty good. So okay, so uh, <laughs> All right, how about this? How about how about alcohol or no form of sex? Oral sex, any sort of sex, phone sex, nothing except for alcohol. So are you giving up all forms of no, sex for no, alcohol? No, 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 no. That's what I'm that's not what I'm saying at all. Okay, so intercourse you're, there would be some sort of intercourse. You just wouldn't be able to insert. Okay. Well, yeah. I'd Everything give, I'd but give insert. Up, I'd give up sex then if I can. Yeah. Hey, you can. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I mean, that's, that's where that's, I sit. I'm still that's, on that's the what, other team. 20 years old. I can I'm, say I like I'm it. I'm with Colin. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give up alcohol. Yep. Really? Yeah. At this point in my life, yeah. Now, if I was in my, if I was, if I was JG's age where, you know. Still a lot of life to live. Going out yeah. is a big part of my social life. I don't know if JG likes to go out or not, but like when I was in when I was his age, that's that's what we did for fun. So you'd give up intercourse at my at, at your twenty year old self. You I would, would you would I give up intercourse. I wouldn't want to give up the the ability to have a cold beer whenever I wanted to. See, I, that's what I can't if give I up. Was your age. That makes See, sense. You can't give that up. I didn't think about that, but that makes sense right there. Even if you're just drinking two, three beers, you but can't. Now, you have to give that up for for sex. Even if you're not going to get sex that night, you still can't drink. You know, you still can't drink anything. Right. 
You can still be at home just playing video games. No drinking for you. I just like beer. I like beer a lot. I like sex a lot too, but... No kidding? You like beer? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean... Likes it enough to not fuck ever again. But but like now, you know, now I'm... I'm 30. I just turned 34 and like... I see. I don't... You'll never be able to experience Oktoberfest again, brother. Fair enough. I, I could still experience it, just not have as good of a time. Right. But like at my age now, like... I don't go out very much anymore. Right. Like we, they, we stay in most nights, and yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have a beer when I wanted to, but whew, hangovers are getting rough, man. I mean, I'm talking one or two beers, and I'll wake up with a headache the next day. It's what? just, it's getting to the point where it's just not even worth feeling shitty. You're gonna be hurting tomorrow. I know. I, yeah, I facts. Cause <laughs> I didn't drink much water today either. And you know what? I think a lot of people would probably agree with me too. On, giving, because, on be, giving up sex? Yeah, because a lot of people, I mean, foreplay is a big thing in a lot of relationships. Nothing like fucking. <laughs> I agree. Not even catching a real nice smallie. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough, but okay. in my age, I feel like I got to give up sex. Just because, like I said, the ability to just go out with your friends and do whatever. Definitely drinking cold Pepsis more than I fuck. <laughs> so that's where I stand. I mean, I I can't give up. I would know, hanging out with the boys. I'd give up alcohol, but I would definitely feel the squeeze. Like, and I'm thinking on down the road. Like, I'm thinking when the day my son gets married, like at his wedding. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're not, you're not worried about you next week. You're not worried about next week. You're not worried about next week. You're worried about mild step. Dude, yeah, that's a fucking great point. Dude. I can't even have a. I can't even do a champagne toast at my son's wedding. You, think, bet, you better. I can't. Hope you I can't even crack night. crack a beer with my son. Like when he turns twenty one, you're you're not going on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, no sips of alcohol. Nope. Memorial Day weekend, July fourth. All them holidays when all your other buddies are getting smashed and getting BJ's back by the camper, <laughs> you guys can't have a drink. But yeah, you're in the camper fucking. Yeah, have fun with that. Yeah, that's real cool. Yeah, have fun for five okay. minutes. Hey, I I'm having fun all day, and then I'm getting my jollies off in the tit afterwards. Still, I'm, I'm giving up sex. That's my final answer. I'm giving up sex. That, that's hell my yeah. Stance. DG, that. Are you sure you don't want to change your answer, dude? Because I forgot all about like the holidays and all of that shit. Yeah, even even so, even if you're, you're already, alcohol, even, even if even you have so. all of your kids <laughs> and your fuck, tubes man. are tied, <laughs> your tubes are done. You're not reproducing anymore. You would still give up alcohol. I'd need to have like a meeting with my wife. First, <laughs> okay, but, hey, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, this guy fucks. This guy fucks. This guy fucks. What it sounds like. <laughs> Holy shit! Let's Listen, get into roll. it. Okay. Them blowies are going to get old eventually, dude. <laughs> Start on. using the left hand then. <laughs> Switch hands and gain a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Make it feel different. Let's get into the Sipsidary. Come on in, kids. It's time for the Sipsidary Word of the Week. Today's word is... The Steamboat. Any relation to the uh, Cleveland Steamer? Oh God, I don't believe so. I'm not really sure what the Cleveland Steamer is. Let's just just let's a, go over that one real quick. It's just a girl taking a shit on a guy's chest. Well, that's kind of the chili dog, kinda. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Less titty fucking, but yeah, yeah it's the same same deal. That's the Cleveland Steamer. Cleveland Steamer is just a steaming shit on a chest. 
girl have, or, girl on a guy. Have you heard of a hot coral? I have. <laughs> no, I actually haven't. That's saran wrap over the face, and then the steamer happens on the face, <laughs> not the chest. So it's but it's on top of the the saran wrap, so yep. you don't you don't get shit on you. Just, just feel get the that warmth. warmth. You feel the warmth. <laughs> hot coral. That's a hot coral. <laughs> well, this, well, hello. This is the first time we've ever had three septionaries in one. <laughs> Anyway, the steamboat. When I think of a steamboat, I just think of like a boat on the river. Yeah. On the Ohio River, for example, just putting along and every now every now and then toot toot. Yeah. So I'm thinking this has something to do with flatulence. You know, you're in the middle and uh she gets gets a bout of of uh farts. Like she just starts farting uncontrolled. Start, every time start, you hum she start, farts. Start, yeah. Start steamboating. Yeah. Just, every time you hum she farts. Mm. Okay. That's my guess. In rhythm. Something about the word steam just makes me think of a shower. But Okay. I, I, like, the, I, don't, I like the transition. I don't think I'm on to anything there. Help him out, Clash. Help him out. Where Where is he going with this? Yeah, mm. Yay or nay? Nay. Mm-hmm. Nay with a shower? Okay. I think for this segment from now on, after each guest gives their... Uh, you we need know, like a hot cold. Yeah, you need to give like some kind of scale. Like okay. you're really warm. Okay, just, just, your, do one through, just do a one through ten. I feel like that's okay. easy though. Okay, so DG's DG, DG, DG probably you? a negative. What? Well, one through ten, you're probably a three. Colin with the shower is zero. One. Okay. <sighs> Fuck. That leaves that me in the hot seat after a three on and a one. So I'm still in the blind, basically. I have no idea. I can't. Well, Jared's a zero. That's fine. I'll take the zero. The steamboat, before making sweet tender, ain't a love to your woman. <laughs> yeah, I thought well, I wasn't going to get within a one. Take a huge rip off your vape pen. <laughs> Blow it into her anus. Then with every thrust, smoke will bellow out from your penis. <laughs> That's the steamboat. <laughs> All right, dude. I don't I, think we were gonna get anywhere close no, to a fucking uh, three. I, I, I felt bad for not even guessing, but after the definition, I'm I'm okay with not guessing because I don't think I was gonna be in the ballpark. See you guys next week. I'm sorry for skipping on you last week. Well, your suspension didn't really last that long. No, so. it didn't. But still, I apologize for that. Won't happen again. I started setting reminders on my phone just because I missed it. I never miss shit. I really don't. But missing the podcast made me start making reminders. You know what, Jared? I think you owe him a steamboat story. <laughs> Sadly, I've never performed the steamboat. And to be fair, I don't think I ever will. I don't think it ever is useful in life. You kids like to vape. Better to use. <laughs>